think that xenobots are unique in that they're completely biological tissue and they develop so there's some kind of emergence in how their yeah. their bodies form the real uh, the thing from the computer science side that i'm proud of is that these are the world's first computer designed organisms or biobots so all of the other synthetic biology and biohybrid machines and in fact most robots and technologies in general are manually designed mm. but the whole point of evolutionary robotics which is the field i'm really interested in and study right now is that in some situations especially when you don't know how the material is going to behave like these heart cells you don't want to assume a lot and you you want to assume as little as possible and just let a computer program or an evolutionary algorithm or something design the machine from scratch. You just tell the computer what you want the biobot or the organism or the robot to do, and it can come up with a design that you never would have thought of. So when we tend to design machines, we tend to make them look like animals or things that are familiar or us. Mm -hmm. When the computer designs the shape of xenobots or of a soft robot more generally, it doesn't share our kinds of biases. So it can be a really creative collaborator. It can suggest designs that we never would have thought of. So for example, in the Xenobots project, one of the designs that it came up with just to move in a straight line was a donut shape, like a torus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like a walking uh, donut. It was mm. very strange. Yeah. There's no way that there's, we, we ended up building this, but uh, we didn't try to layer it with the heart tissue. So we don't know if it would have behaved in the same way, uh, but we transferred its structure. It's, it's buildable, mm -hmm. but it's definitely not something that would have been manually designed. And then it, it became something that was really inspiring as well to us. Um, so we saw that there was a whole through the design and the, the reason why this evolved in simulation is because we were simulating the xenobots in water. So if you have a hole through your center, you can reduce the drag, the hydrodynamic drag. So these things could move more quickly through water with a hole through their body. But once we saw that hole, it inspired us to basically stick a little virtual pill inside of it. So this could be like, uh, seen as intelligent drug delivery or simulation of it. Mm -hmm. And then it inspired us to come up with all different kinds of new tasks that we would ask the computer to design uh, Xenobots for, like explicitly saying, you have to store a pill in your body somewhere in a pouch, design uh, the shape of this like uh, pill transporting uh, robot. So in that way, I feel like even if humans are still in the loop making robots, overseeing mm. it, and even building them and adjusting the designs, it's still really useful to have a computer just spit out a bunch of designs and maybe remove some pretty bad ones before you try to build them. I, th I th Personally, I would like to try to automate the whole process because I think that we think we're really good at designing machines, but there's not a lot of evidence that we are. Yeah. So I, I'd like to remove as much bias as possible and just let a system automatically design and manufacture robots. But in situations where you want a human in the loop, you, I still think having this computer generate designs to, to inspire you is something that every engineer should have this tool available to them. Yeah, that's super interesting. Uh, and that's why I would like to skew but the point of uh, also the control. You highlight that you still figure out that. Do you think this is comes out from like also understanding how the robots is just behave? Because it has 
intelligence behavior. And do you think that's why maybe we need more understanding of this intelligent behavior, why it behaves in certain behavior? And, and coming to, because interested in evolutionary robotics, how this design generated, I mean, how many suggestions you can make, it is, because sometimes you can't imagine what kind of behavior they can do or what kind of shapes they can do. So how you can make this kind of suggestions that can maybe matching a new shape generated you never expected? Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so you have to have some notion of how the machine can act if you're going to make a simulation of it. Yeah. Um, there's some things that are probably in that simulation already innately. Um, I mean, we, you could, you could try to see like, what's the smallest amount of information you need to put in a robot so that it can simulate itself or so that you can design new ones. And there's some work on self modeling, um, and which use physics engines and it's, it, mm. and assume that you had certain building blocks and then the robot kind of moves in different ways and tries to make a model of its own geometry, but you're still assuming what those building blocks look like and the ways that the machine can move. So there's been more recent work in which a lot of that's been removed and replaced just by a neural network. So there's a robot and it just kind of moves around randomly and it learns to model the, the kinds of sensation that it can feel and the ways that, that the, it can move just based off of randomly motor babbling and it can build a model of itself. But if you, if you start with something, if you don't start with the robot, I think you still have to have some idea about how the building blocks maybe work, or maybe you can just start with, with a uniform prior and just assume random behavior like we did with the heart cells mm -hmm. and then slowly build in uh, constraints, but you have to start with some assumption. I guess the most, the assumption we started with at first was basically that it would be random behavior and that wasn't quite right, but it, it worked to kind of seed this process, this feedback loop that, so the system could kind of bootstrap itself and, and learn to simulate the materials better and better. Um, so I think that that might not always be possible, but it, it was in the case of, of self-modeling robots, and it seems to be in, in the case of the Xenobots. Mm -hmm. 